wellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to A Quirky Journey, the healthy family podcast with your hosts, Joe Witten and Leah Follett. Welcome to A Quirky Journey. Join us as we share our family's journeys to good health. You'll find plenty of inspiration, tips and recipe ideas as well as stories from everyday people who've struggled and overcome health problems and diet challenges in their own families. I'm Jo Whitten, author of the blog and cookbook Quirky Cooking and I'm here with my friend and co-host and amazing health coach, Leah <gasps> Follett. <laughs> You're too kind. Thank you. <laughs> um, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing really well. Do you have a doing good day? Doing really well. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I've Hopefully the children stay in bed and we can get this over and done with without a <laughs> uh, five-year-old coming down the stairs with no clothes on. Oh, that, that would be, be really nice because I'd have to stop. I'd have to stop and get him dressed. And you know, how come the how come the clothes don't stay on the child? I don't know. I don't know. It's just I'm hoping he grows out of it. He can't I'm go sure to sleep. He will. Well, he can't sleep over at anyone's house because he doesn't leave his clothes on. He undresses oh. in his sleep. Oh, so, really? Yeah, he does. Picks it all he'll off. go to yeah. Even in the middle of the winter, he'll go to bed fully dressed. And then by the morning, there's no clothes on him, nothing. And he comes in and says, I'm cold. Oh, what a pain. I know. He is a pain. I heard of a, of a kid who, um, riding in their baby's chair, you know, the car seat, would always strip off all their clothes and be chucking it out the window if the mum wasn't watching. Oh. And there'd be clothes strewn down the, the road as she drove and then she'd have to go back and find them. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, see, this is a prime Houdini. example where, well, yeah, you know, pregnancy and labor equals extreme patience that's the outcome yes you get a baby but you also get a dose of extreme patience yes you learn it the hard way <sighs> breathing anyway, deep yes mm. but we survived the day didn't we we did hooray, we did. hooray. okay and um i got some tax done so i'm happy good hooray. girl let's do something fun let's talk that's what i like to do <laughs> so right yes why don't we talk about a bit more we started last week talking about um, the practical side of gaps. So what mm-hmm. you're going to use to prepare your kitchen and what you're going to use to prepare your home. And we got a little bit into the food side of things that we really just didn't have enough time, even though we went way over. <laughs> um, there's a lot to be said there for is. gaps or a, any life change, really. Right. And I mm. think I think there's um, so many little rabbit trails you can go down. So we're trying to keep it a bit more simple today. And we're just going to talk about the practical side of the gaps kitchen. So um, we're going to go through how we eat during the day, snacks, food that you take with you when you go out, all of that kind of thing. And we're going to just have a really good discussion about all that because I know that's one thing I get a lot of questions about, that people find it very overwhelming to even consider doing gaps because of the whole constant cooking. Um, what do you do with school? What do you do with going out? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Good one. And Leah is a wealth okay. of information here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we left off with the preparation. Um, so let's start with what goes into the freezer. Okay. So, uh, so in my freezer, I've always got a pumpkin soup. Really easy to make a Gaps pumpkin soup. You mm. just use your bone broth and you know blitz up and cook some pumpkin in in the bone broth, and then you just puree it. Uh, if you're to a point where you're starting to incorporate coconut cream back in, you can put that in there and some fresh herbs and away you go. Mm. I always make double and freeze it. Yeah, good idea. Um, in my freezer, I've always got bone broth. 
I've always got, um, so when I do a chicken, I do a roast chicken. Well, at the starter gaps, you have a boiled chicken, Mm -hmm. but I've always got, I always double the the meat portion and the other gets put into um, meal size portions in my freezer. So if I know I'm going to use it for chicken salads or I know I'm going to use it for in a a curry type thing, then I make sure I'm freezing it in that right size portion. So I've just got to take it out and defrost it. Uh, the other thing, sorry? We're still at the stage where a whole chicken um, pretty much does one meal. I know. Because <laughs> we're having so much meat and veggies, that's bad. I know, it. but you've got big kids too. That's like true. That, that's Six different. Yeah, you know, like I had babies. Sometimes we'll, get, sometimes we'll get a couple of meals out of a chicken. I, I, you know, if you have a soup, as it's just if you make a meal that's mostly meat and veggies then and not yeah. much broth. <laughs> yeah, that's then it's true. it's gone. Then it is gone. That's right. Yeah, so you have to uh, stretch it out. You do mm. make it more economical. Yes. Yes. Um, I've always got mince, um, just a plain mince that's that's already cooked up. Okay. Uh, so like, you know, like you'd use in say like a taco or, mm-hmm. or whatever, we use uh, iceberg lettuce leaves as our mm-hmm. taco shells. Yep. And I've always got some, some mince cooked up with a little bit of um, salt and, and pepper and things like that. So mm-hmm. whatever, wherever you are in your journey, mm-hmm. you just use those appropriate spices to yep. enhance enhance that. Um, so yeah, I've always got, got that on hand as well. Mm-hmm. So that's basically my freezer. What have you got in yours? Mostly, have you got anything? Well, have I've, you... I've mostly got... A lot of different meats. So I order my meat in bulk. So we get, mm. like I've said before, um, we get half a cow from a friend who raises her own organic cattle. Mm. Um, we get pork. Does from she another... deliver to Sydney? Can I, can I order it? <laughs> you try. <laughs> um, we get... You can just put it in your suitcase next time yeah, you come to stay. that might not be nice. <laughs> we get um, like half a pig from another friend who raises pigs locally. Yep. Mm. Um, I'll often buy fish in bulk. It's wild caught local fish. So I pretty much stock up my freezer with meat and I also have um, some frozen veggies. Like if, especially, you know, like if you go and get a heap of organic frozen veggies and they're on special, I just buy heaps, chuck them in the freezer. So, and that's, that's more of a, I use it when we're in a hurry or the kids are cooking and I'm not home. Yes. I prefer fresh vegetables. They taste better, but you know, in a pinch, those are good to have on hand. Um, yeah. broths if I have enough, but quite often I'm doing the perpetual broth thing. So I've got the broth simmering and I just keep adding to it, taking from it, adding to it, taking from it. And that will last a few days and then I start a new one. Yeah. Um, yeah. also, uh, let me think now and well, yeah. then go ahead. I was just going to say that I've got my broth in the slow cooker and then I decant it into jars. Mm-hmm. So I've got... Um, I've got these old coconut jars that are like, it's, I think it's a litre or whatever. So I decant it into jars and for a week I'll leave, you know, so many jars in the back of the fridge for a yeah. week and then I'll put the rest of them down in the freezer. Yeah. Um, and I also, I don't fill them all, all yes. the jar all the way to the top and I always leave the lid off until it is actually frozen just because otherwise you end up with smashed and exploding jars. Yes, that's a good mm-hmm. tip, leave the lid off till it's frozen. Yeah. 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 I don't have enough room to have the slow cooker out on the bench all of the time in this tiny okay. little kitchen that I've yep. got. So whereas you've got, you know, mm. you've got space and you've yeah. got that stove. <laughs> oh, jealousy. <laughs> yes. I am a jealous person by I, nature, by the way. You can come use my stove anytime you like. <laughs> I know. I love that stove. Uh, it's um, a good stove. Okay, what else have we got? Okay, so 
Mm, I've got, uh, thinking back, I've got snacks um, mm-hmm. that we should probably cover. Oh, Things yes. like, um, That's one so thing for, I do. for adults, snacks, adults for gaps. Uh, mm-hmm. Things like liver pate, uh, beetroot salad. I, I got a beetroot salad recipe from... I don't know. I don't know whether it was you. It was beetroot done in the thermomix mm-hmm. with mint and a bit of lime juice. Well, that's not so, mine, but it sounds good. Yeah, so really easy to do. And you just throw the beetroots in. Like I just scrub them and throw them in, whiz them up, and then that's the beetroot done, and then you just throw everything else in. And quarter them um, first? Yes, quarter yeah. them first, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so snacks, we've always got a meatball soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make jellies and jubes for the kids, you know, um, just with the gelatin at home. And very basic ingredients there, egg custards, ginger teas. I make seed crackers. We go yeah. through um, probably four trays of seed crackers a week. Mm-hmm. So that's probably one a day for each person. So it's probably about 30 grams of nuts and seeds just in that serve alone. Mm-hmm. And then we don't have any nuts and seeds for the rest of the day. We just, we don't deal, we don't cope well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why we have the seed crackers is because I haven't found a bread yet. You need to hurry up and get that bread out I, there, Joe. I've done it. I've done it today. I'm, I'm putting it on my blog. Oh, good girl. Good girl. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, we have our, you know, because it's some habits we just can't break and the kids really like to have their breakfast. Well, I and then they, it... they still like that toasty, crunchy thing. So I've replaced, I've, I've transitioned them onto seed crackers. crackers yeah. I find with us, with the bread, um, that it's handy for if you're going out. You know, the kids Mm. can grab a piece of bread and just, you know, wrap it up in a paper bag and they'll just take that with them. And sometimes they'll put some honey on it or some of my homemade nut butter or Mm -hmm. they might put some, you know, have some apple sauce on it. But they usually, they quite often just have it plain and um, at the moment, we're only having a little bit at the moment. I'm not having any at all at the moment. I'm not oh, really? Sure. Well, I'm not really sure how nuts are going with me. So, <laughs> Good girl. You mark time. You yeah, just so spend I'm, the time there and yeah. get yourself sorted. So I'm not a race. Slow, yeah. Good but, girl. Um, yeah, the bread is one thing that we keep in the freezer too. It freezes really well. And you can also make it in little muffin cups. So then you've got bread rolls. <gasps> yeah. Can you? Yes. Works <gasps> really well. I can't wait for you to put that up. That's going to be really good. And it rises really well. And I don't know if you've ever had much experience. Some some paleo breads, I find they'll rise really well and then they'll just, as they cool, they just completely shrivel up to nearly nothing. <laughs> they just shrink. Oh. But this one keeps its height. So, yay. Okay, so it's not souffle bread. No. I've made I've made broccoli souffles before and I yes. know what you're saying. Like yes. I'm not a bread – I wasn't a bread maker before – I came on this journey. I was the person that went and bought the whole grain in the packet or from Brumbies or whoever it was or, you know, so I had never actually made my own bread until I had to um, To try and do it on a Gaps or a, you know. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that whole, yeah, baking thing, mm, I I never really experienced that, how the the dough feels and and all of that. I missed that. Uh, I've always loved baking bread. I was raised baking bread, so. Oh. Yeah. Um, Okay, so other things. We could probably cover, um, okay, so in I my can, fridge I can, I've got, yes? Did you want me to go through some of my snack things that I do? Oh, I'd love for you to do that. Okay. Um, so for snacks at the moment, because we're still very early on in the GAPS journey, so mm-hmm. um, especially right from the start, it was always carrot sticks cooked in broth mm-hmm. um, and then like I'll have broth simmering all the time, like I said, and I'll just drop in a whole heap of carrots, like four or five carrots cut up into sticks um, 
simmer those, scoop them out with a slotted spoon and put them in a container and pop them in the fridge and either the kids will eat them while they're hot or they'll eat them while they're cold. Either way, they like them. They so, are really good. Yeah. I don't know why yours tastes different to mine, but yours are the bomb. Oh. <laughs> and then also uh, sorry, broccoli florets, same thing, just cook them until they're tender but not completely mush <laughs> mm-hmm. and then put them in a container and put them in the fridge. Um, they also, and I also will drop meatballs, just plain mints, nothing added, just plain mints um, dropped in meatballs into the broth and simmer those until they're cooked, put them in a container for snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that every time you do that, it adds to the deliciousness of the broth as well. Every time you cook something uh, in it. See, that's why you've got the perpetual broth going and yeah. that's why mine's different is because mine's okay. just... Like very basic, whereas you would have all those uh, meat different types of flats, and, fats and different types of vegetables. Yeah. And, and I'll use, oh, like mm-hmm. I, I might make a um, chicken, like do a chicken broth and when it's all done and it's, you know, the bones are starting to fall apart, I've already taken the meat out after a couple of hours because it's cooked mm-hmm. um, and then the bones are still simmering and then when the bones are really getting soft and falling apart, I'll scoop all of those out and while the broth's still simmering, start adding in, you know, cook some veggies in there, like I said, scoop those out. And then I might even later on in the day, it's still simmering and I'll add some, you know, pork chops or some lamb chops or something and it's even another meat, but it's still, it gets that flavour and then I'll scoop them out and yep. um, and it just makes the best flavours. I'm getting off. No, snacks, no, no, sorry. I just want to say I am podcasting in my kitchen I'm yes. standing next to my fridge and you're talking about food and I can tell, you know, like I just want to open the now? fridge door. I've had my dinner. I shouldn't be hungry, but listening to you talk about food, it just, it's just not fair. <laughs> Moving on. Next. Okay, yes, and same with us, ginger tea, definitely. Yes. Um, also, uh, if the kids have to go, oh, we're going to talk about going out. Okay, I won't go there yet. Okay, but just on the um, matter of tea, seeing that you brought it up, the other day I know you had a histamine reaction and in Mm. my little book I was going through my tea book and I came across not only – so I found stinging stinging nettles and apparently they're an antihistamine and they're high in vitamin C. But then when I went to my GAPS book, I found a recipe in Natasha's book Mm -hmm. and it's stinging nettle soup. Oh, maybe I should try that. I don't – well – I just saw it. I made a note of it. I just, I couldn't believe it. Stinging nettle soup. I've okay. never heard of it, never tried it, but I'm have, going to keep an eye out for stinging nettles because it says I'm, fresh, young stinging nettles. I have a friend so, in England who's made it. She's gone and picked her own and made it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just picking it would be awful. Yeah. Because it's all stingy. Yeah. I don't. And I then you've got to boil it up so then it gets rid of the, I don't the sting know and itchy quite, stuff. Yeah. I don't know if they're growing around here, but. No, no. Well, anyway, that's just something them. I came across that and just went, wow, that is, you know, keeping in that medicinal herb and property yeah. and, and how nourishing would that be for a GAPS patient that's going through the, the hay fever symptoms and die off and all those yeah. other things. It was just, wow, that you could do that. There you go, guys. If you can find stinging nettles, get some. Well, I know you can find <laughs> it in a tea form because I've got some yes, here. Yes, I've seen but that. stinging nettle soup is, you know, like made yeah, with fresh ones. Yeah, that's right. Okay, um, so something, remembering back, for me, for early gaps, was it was a long time ago in that mm. transitioning. So sitting down, I had to sit down with a cup of tea today and actually go through things that we used to do. Mm. Um, and then, you know, like, it was really hard to recall those things. I've got all my journals and my information all packed up in, in boxes. So I had to ring a friend <laughs> and just double check of that and just 
start going through the process of remembering what we were doing. Mm. And something she brought up with me today was that when you go to a barbecue, you go to the barbecue and, you know, like you want to be participating, you want to cook your stuff there. She used to buy a silicon barbecue mat from Barbecues Galore. So everyone else would cook oh. their meat on the barbecue and then she put down a silicon mat and then cook hers on the top of the silicon mat. Huh. So then she didn't have the cross-contamination issue. Her oh. stuff was coming off the barbecue. No one noticed that the barbecue mat was on there because, mm. you know, like everyone else is enjoying themselves. But <laughs> it just gave them that bit of extra room to move and participate yeah. socially and not feel like – like I the used to, I used out. to cook everything. I used to cook everything before I went to the barbecue. Mm, so me too. Was always, it was always cold yeah. uh, because oh. I was worried about what marinades were on the trays and, and those yeah. sorts of things. So you have to be really careful. But that was something she brought up with me today, and I was just oh, I'd forgotten that she did that. Yeah, you know, that, that was just brilliant idea. that that there was something out there for that. Um, other things with the um, barbecues, special occasions and and birthdays. Mm-hmm. We used to have a party box and they were it had foods in there that were only for special occasions. Mm-hmm. So I used to get um little spinning tops, like a little lolly top, like a little lollipop, and it was made of isomalt, had beetroot in there for colouring and a, a bit of flavouring. They were supposed to be raspberry. But I used to order those and I'd have a whole heap of those and they come in a couple of different colours. They also make Christmas candy canes with cool. the little swirly colour. Mm-hmm. So I used to have those tapped away in my, my party box. So when the kids were going to a birthday party, I'd get it down and then they can pick and pack what they had in there. And I'd also make um, some marshmallow and some jubes yeah. and then I always had in the freezer so I'd bake up a um a almond meal cake mm-hmm. and I'd have that already frozen off in the freezer so then it was just a matter of pulling out one of those frozen cupcakes icing it and then just decorating it with I'd do coconut shavings or, or whatever mm-hmm. and then so then they had their cake to participate at cake time so whether it was we were going to a wedding and we needed something or it was a birthday party then they at least had a cake and they at least had something yeah. and even when you get kids to come and sleep over or your kids are going somewhere else find out what the kids are having Are you there? You've got you've oh, lost you know, like, you. so you've lost me. Sorry, you came back now. I'm back. Do you want to start it? Um, you said find out what the kids are having, and then it lost. Oh, sure. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we'll just pretend that I didn't do that. Um, we'll cut that bit out. Oh well, we don't have to. We can work through it. Okay. I like that it's live, and I like that it's real. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, find out what the kids are having, and. Hello. Gone, gone again. Hello. Oh, are you there? Yes. I found you. <laughs> okay, cool. So when, okay, we're talking about sleepovers. So when you're going and planning for a child to go to a sleepover, find out what the host or what the, the other parent is going to be serving and explain that your child is going through a you know special diet lifestyle change at the moment. And if that family is having pizza, then you make a pizza to send along. Mm-hmm. So, and I always make mine big enough that, you know, the other people that are at the party can participate or the sleepover can participate and share and have some of that mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it's all prepared. And then everyone's eating the same thing, essentially. Yep. So physically, metaphorically, the, whatever, it's essentially the same thing. So you're still sitting down and sharing the same meal and you've got that same sense of purpose and connection with the family that you're with. Yeah. So that's pretty much what we've been doing as well. Yeah, because uh, was it um, Isaac went for a sleepover just recently? Yeah, and and Simi. So and we Simi. Have, yeah. Wow. Um, 
Isaac took his little bag full of all the food and Simi just eats whatever Isaac cooks. <laughs> so, but we also went to a barbecue the other day and I, I spent all afternoon cooking to make sure that we had something to cover every contingency. And <laughs> so we had, um, oh, the, we had some, oh, let's see, I made the like burger patty type things, but obviously just did them at home yes. and cooked in broth and yep. had the veggie sticks and all that kind of thing that they usually like to have. And I just put it all into a thermo server. That's those double insulated serving dishes from Thermix. Yes, so I've that seen keeps, them. Yeah, so that keeps mm-hmm. it hot. And then I had another dish. I can't even remember what it was now. I made another one that had meat and veggies and I put that into a thermo server. And I also had the little – so in my cookbook there's the cinnamon donut cupcakes and they're pretty much almond meal and eggs. Um, there's – in the book it says coconut sugar, I think, but I use a bit of honey and just reduce it and um, – don't put the coconut sugar on top, just a bit of cinnamon. And so then they got a little cake each for dessert. Um, oh, cute. And they had the jubes. So um, the I think they made ginger and honey jubes. Oh, good kids. And, um, yeah, they were quite happy with that. Oh, we also had, let's see, there was something else I made as well, and I can't remember what it was. But then, like, with um, my daughter does a youth club thing on Friday nights, and they they pretty much always have pizza. And she's like, Mom, it's so hard when they have pizza. So I said, okay, we'll make a pizza. So we did pizzas, and we had the, the mince base. Oh, is that those? what that is? No. Yeah. yeah. So you, you make, like you can whiz it up with some onion and garlic and herbs if you want to, and an egg, and just um, pat it down onto your pizza tray, lined pizza tray, really uh-huh. thin, like only about oh, less than a centimetre. Um, and then bake that for maybe 10 minutes and then you take it out and put your toppings mm-hmm. on. Um, sometimes what I'll do, what I have done in the past is make my dairy-free cheese sauce, which is the one in my book that's in my, with my lasagna, mm-hmm. but that one has raw cashews in it and we can't have that at the moment. So if you can have raw cashews or you can use blanched almonds probably. Yeah. Um, anyway, tweak it a bit for gaps, but yeah. that if you put some, like um, we had steamed pumpkin on it and we had, um, let's see, we did have macadamia cheese because we were trialing macadamias and that's when I, my, my histamine response happened. So I'm not having macadamias at the moment. But not, the kids, not yet. The kids yeah. seemed fine. They did fine yes. with it. So they had the macadamia cheese on theirs. Um, and they had, oh, what else did we put on it? I'm trying to remember. Well, just whatever little bits of cooked veggies and stuff we had. And they thought, uh, egg whisked up egg so it looks it actually looks like melted cheese on top oh okay with the egg um when you, you pop it back in and bake it again just to finish it off yeah they loved it they they just asked for it you know they just keep, keep asking for it now I'm like well this is our special occasion thing this is so, a special occasion food yeah. and that's great that you've found that high reward food mm. for them as well that's really important because yeah. that you know that then they've you know like they feel like they've had something special yes and they don't feel like they're restricted in that area. That's right. Um, something that was really important to my kids, they love, um, they call it glitter water. It's oh. any any water that has got bubbles in it. Okay. It's, glitter, it's glitter water. water. That's cute. Glitter water. So they love <laughs> glitter water. Um, but so they can have that when we go to, you know, out for a, a cup of tea or, or something. They usually either order chamomile tea or they'll order glitter water. <laughs> but for birthdays and special occasions, I'll get some blueberries mm-hmm. and then I just simmer them with a tiny bit of water on the stove mm-hmm. and then I'll use um, – so I 
think I was using a little bit of maple or a little bit of honey at the mm-hmm. time as a transitional thing. We don't worry about it anymore. The kids are, you know, over that bit of sweetener, yeah. but it's the color that they want. Yes. So then, you know, I make that little tiny little bit of homemade cordial and then they can put that in their in their drinks. And then they've got a, you know, a red drink like every other kid. Yeah. Um, you know, it still just yeah. tastes like soda water. Like there's no yeah. sweetener in it. But to my kids, it looks the same as everyone else's. So therefore, it must taste the same as everyone else's. And, yeah. You know, like it was, it's been a long time since they've had any of that and they just don't remember what it's like. Yeah. So you could give them anything and they get, it's just like, yeah, I've got the same as you. Fine. That's great. And I love that. I mean, they're going to yeah. cotton on at some point. Oh, well, William hasn't. He's 10 and a half and he's still a little, you know, behind in, in cottoning on to that. But. Well, that's good. My kids absolutely love the, um, just the plain sparkling mineral water. They think that's a good treat. Oh, dear. Have I lost you again? Yeah, it came back. It went out a bit. Sorry, back again now. Oh, cool. I'm back. Am I back? <laughs> yes, you're back. I'm not back. Yes, you are. Well, this is very... I can hear oh, you. Oh, cool. Can you? Okay, well, I can't hear you. Oh, dear. We're having oh, well, trouble, this aren't is we? Gonna, this is going to make for a really interesting recording, I think. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, what else? I would suggest, so not for anyone in the introduction phase of the GAPS diet, but if you're in the full GAPS diet, this is where you get to start bringing in a few more richer things um, and, you know, like you can possibly tolerate a few more nuts and seeds. For birthdays and special occasions, my husband does the best cheesecake and Mm. he just found it through one of those raw um, food sites, but it's like it's a nut base and Mm -hmm. I've got a real problem with you know, like when we started Gaps, it was like nut-based granola with nut milk and, and yeah. you know nuts on the top. There was so many, but for a special occasion, he does this this cheesecake, and it's a nut base, which is just raw and then frozen. And then he makes a um, caramel out of cashews and puts that down. And then he mm. makes like a um, a coconut and avocado chocolate mousse thing, and, and that goes on top. And then it all goes in the fridge with some cacao nibs on the top, and it's like a chocolate caramel salted. Yum. cheesecake and it looks like a bought cheesecake oh that sounds beautiful but it's it's all nuts and it, I mean for me it just tears my insides up you know like <laughs> I just I end up with um you know the, the sore tummy and the and the bloated oh, stomach dear. and those sorts of things again I'm just not used to having those nuts and I, I just don't think I'll ever bring them back in full time but yep. it is so nice to put some candles on that and it's just such a decadent thing yeah and for other people that come to visit your house when you've got other kids come or family you want them to feel comfortable and you don't want them to feel like they're missing out as well or that you've got nothing so to be able to walk out with this highly decadent highly prized cake and it's just like yeah sure I do this all the time (laughs) and really I'm sitting there going oh I'm gonna feel it tomorrow but at (laughs) least it's not gluten or dairy or soy and I'm really happy with that you know like I can handle a little bit of a stomach bloat just for one day yeah and it is it's just a heaven to have that sort of thing back in and just oh just to get now to and then. It's just, and that's it's the thing I think is to make sure that it's what else when can you have, talk about. Can you hear mm. me? Yes, I've got okay, you. Good. Um, I think it's important to have the now and then things, just like you're saying for um, oh, the social Christmas occasions. Is up. Christmas, you know, like, yeah. Well, you know, like making those. Um, so I used to love rum balls at Christmas. So mm-hmm. I'm now making the bliss balls. Yeah. At Christmas instead, obviously without the rum and, and all the other stuff. But, you know, they still look the same as everybody else's. Yep. And the kids love them. My kids do. Yeah. 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 We've, yeah. we've got probably one of our favourite cheesecakes is my lime macadamia cheesecake. So that one will be probably, hopefully, coming out at Christmas. I don't know if I'll get to eat it, but I'm hoping so. <laughs> That's probably like 
one of the most popular recipes in my site. So. Oh, is it? Mm, you have to try it. It's in my book. Oh, well, I do have your book now. You do. <laughs> Always a bit behind the times with that. Sorry, who's Joe Whitten? Oh, oh, she's that lady. She does something with the machine. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Blissfully unaware. Um, so something else that I think is really important is that you need to be strong enough and empowered enough in the fact that you're making such a big lifestyle commitment or mm. your gut ecology and your microbiome and your whole body. And sometimes you just need to be strong enough to say, no, I can't go to that party or I can't yeah. go to that place or I can't, you know, my child can't go to that birthday party just because, you know, in the first couple of weeks in mm. the gaps intro stages, you know, like emotions are running high, yeah. everything's being challenged and changed over, people aren't transitioned properly and just going and putting yourself in that environment, it, well, for me and for my kids, yeah. it, it was setting us up for failure. And I also um, find at that early stage your friends aren't used to it yet either and so it can be a lot more awkward. Now I find after a month and a half of, you know, going along with the intro it's getting easier to go out because the kids just take their thermoses with their food and and they take their bits and pieces and they're happy and their friends don't seem to mind or if they do they don't say no and <laughs> they know they know after being on it for for a while they start to recognize how they felt before yes and how they feel now and how much they could have done before and how much they can do now. Like it's, it's they've got longevity, they've got stamina, they've got, um, you know, time for their, their processing and they mm. can really achieve so much more and they're in such a happier place. So yeah. for, for us, it's like, well, sure, you make your own choice. Even as a five-year-old, Gabriel doesn't understand what's on the packets, but you know, he'll quiz people and ask people, you know, like what's mm. in it. And if something he doesn't know the name of, then he's not going to have it because he knows yeah. the chances are that at this stage he's not ready to have those things. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving Isaac. He's, he's, whenever his friends come over, he'll explain to them what he's doing and why and he'll say, oh, I don't. He is such an <laughs> empowered soul. I love it. He's amazing. Um, I heard him telling the little boy from across the street today, the little boy's probably about eight or nine Mm -hmm. He was telling him about, um, you know, what, you know, why we have a water filter and, and this is what chlorine does to your gut and he's telling him all this and he's telling him all these other things and this kid's just sitting there listening. I'm thinking, oh, this is good. <laughs> he's trying to educate everyone else now. <laughs> I know. I know. And my children do that as well. And part of me sort of thinks, oh, no, you know, don't rock the boat because yeah. they might not have a water filter or they might not have yeah. the same belief system as you or, or whatever. But I don't want to step in and say, oh, no, you know, just to make that child feel better, I don't want to challenge that, that parent think... or that family. But it's coming from a place of love. Yeah, it's I think not, it depends we've got how they say it. You don't. No. Yeah, or it's think... you're doing the wrong thing. It's new information. They're excited to share that. Yes. And they don't even see how the other person feels at that age anyway. I don't think it – like as long as they're saying, oh, this is why we're doing it like this yeah. and they're just explaining it, if they're saying – well, you know, if they're kind of coming from the viewpoint, yeah, well, right. you should be doing this because you're just not doing it right, then I would yeah. actually say something to them. But he hasn't been like that. He's just been, oh, yeah. this is this is what we're doing and this is why. Because yeah. kids look at him strangely and he so he explains it. So it's good. Yeah. I'm glad that he understands. Well, that anything helps. coming from a place of love. And that's that's mm. all Isaac is. I, I just, yeah, he is such a beautiful little soul. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, on my last probably probably big point mm -hmm. would be 
if you're going out anywhere, yes. pack for what you're going out and then rethink and pack twice as much. Yes. Okay, pack twice as much. If you think yep. you're going to the doctors and you're only going to be an hour, count on the doctor being late, count on the traffic being bad mm. and count on the fact that you're going to be having to cut up you know, something as soon as you get back in the door. So yes. you, you always pack extra because you don't want to, you know, once that sugar level drops and once they bottom out, then the cr- crying and the screaming happens. And yeah. it's just, it's not a pleasant place for anyone. And I have trouble keeping it together. Mm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. then I start the snapping and then we're all a mess. Yeah. So yeah, whatever you're doing, pack twice as much. Yeah. And I think as soon as I finish one meal, I start preparing the next one. So um, I'll start putting something in the pot for the next meal if I haven't already. Sometimes I'll prepare all three meals at breakfast time and just have them simmering. Um, Slow cooker and pots and whatever, something in the oven. Um, But if, like, if I've just sort of going from meal to meal, sometimes it's a bit like that. I'll have, and we're going to rush out the door soon. I'll just quickly, even if it's just chicken legs, I'll chuck them in a pot, cover them with water. And, mm-hmm. and run out the door and when I get home I'll add a heap of veggies and some herbs. You and... can still have those frozen off in the freezer. That's right. That's true. You but, can have them yeah. and then wrapped all individually and, and then mm. just have them as, you know, because then they're in their own little chilli bag. They're already frozen. That's true. Mm. That's a good one. But Yeah, yeah I just find... I just thought of that. I wish yeah. I thought of that three years ago. <laughs> oh, damn it. I just find it so handy to have things simmering on the stove all the time because I can just turn it right, right down and it, you know, it doesn't lose the liquid and it's just, you get home and it's, there's, there's dinner ready. You just chuck some veggies in. Mm, so I'm like that good. with my slow cooker. It's like yeah. put a whole roast in there, cover it with a bit of water, all the veggies. And then, oh, in yeah. heaven, as soon as you walk in the door, how nice is it to open yeah. the front door and then to have bone broth cooking or yes. a roast cooking. It's just the most welcoming feeling to it walk is. in the door and know that you can go straight to the kitchen and get something as yeah. soon as you walk in. And I also find it handy, like, especially at the start of gaps the kids are always hungry um to have something always simmering on the stove they know that if they're hungry they can come and get a bowl of broth with a bit of meat and veggies in it at any time then mm-hmm. it's just there because i would rather they go and snack on that than you know get upset because they don't have their usual snacks yeah so um yeah i just keep things going all the time so that's very probably, good probably my biggest tip for coping <laughs> i like it yes well, we'll have to finish up because it's already half an hour have you got anything oh. else particular we'll we'll put some no notes. no i haven't got anything else i'm i'm pretty good at all yeah i think i've got everything yes um we'll put the links to some of these recipes on our on my blog and um leah will put some on her page i'm sure mm-hmm. um and we've got all sorts of ideas for leah's got some chico jubes that she mm-hmm. makes they're like chico babies but healthy version yeah don't use the trademark name sorry they're not Chico no. jubes. Chico jubes. We don't want to be in trouble for that. I said like. <laughs> I said like. Like, yes. Food like. Yes. Um, so mm. I'm very excited to try them when I can actually have cacao. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, we do a lot of, yeah, that kind of little jelly things because the kids feel like it's a treat and they just have one or two and, yeah. Yeah, but how happy. good is it for the gut? Yeah. It's gelatin it's collagen it's glucosamine it's chondroitin it's it's i don't know what else is in there but it's amazing (laughs) they're having a treat and it's guilt-free yeah it's good and even if they binge on it you're just like oh well don't worry about it yeah and i have (laughs) i have to laugh because we've gotten to the stage where things are so not sweet and their friends will try one and they'll be like "Mm, 
that's I know. nice. And I know. They're going, and isn't it nice? I'm thinking, I'm oh, sure that poor so kid's not, yeah, well, probably thinking, what? <laughs> definitely. That happens all the time. They, you so know, like funny. even, and I serve up cakes and ice cream and, and things like that. I make an ice cream out of um, olive oil oh. um, and eggs. Oh, it just whips. It's amazing. I'll tell um, you how. Oh, no, no. We'll have to save that for future episodes. Oh, okay. Rats. <laughs> yes. But, you know, like I hardly put any sweetener in it at all and then I'm just I'm savoring and I love that and it's it's just great and then I'm just like you should try this and they're just like oh yeah that's it's interesting hmm. <laughs> yes have you got any uh topping or syrup or, or something to put on and then I'll go to the cupboard and I'll make up some like yeah. some ice magic or something which yeah. is just coconut oil yeah. and a bit of cacao powder and Honey. and I mean so it's still a bit of chocolate and then they put that over the top and they think oh they're going to get the sugar hit and they still don't get it no that's pretty funny <laughs> oh, I should dear. mention too, when I do have visitors, um, I'll make something that we can have and then just add a bit to it for the visitors. So like those little cinnamon donut cupcakes, what I yeah. did last time, we had people over, um, I made them very plain for us, but with the same batter, I put blueberries in the bottom of cups and poured the batter over and then put the cinnamon sugar on top, coconut sugar for the visitors. And they thought they were the most amazing cakes ever. And all it was was the same batter. I just added a bit of coconut sugar and the blueberries. Are so, you serious? Blueberries in season at the moment? Yeah. So you just chuck a couple in the bottom of the muffin cups and pour the batter over. And um, I froze. I did a double batch and I yep. froze them so that when I had visitors, I just pulled them out and I stuck them back in the oven for about 10 or 15 minutes and they warmed up beautifully. They were so moist. <sighs> yeah. So that worked really I well. wish you were my next door neighbor now. <laughs> I would be over for morning tea every day. <laughs> you might get carrot sticks in broth though instead of cakes. <laughs> Serious? No, I know where the freezer is. Oh, I'll just go and okay. help myself. And the oven's always on, so I'll just pop it in there. <laughs> there you it's go. fine. That's true. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, is that it? Is that it for uh, podcast number four? I think so. Um, oh, I'm I'm enjoying this. This we, is fun. We really have to um, we really have to get some things up on the blog. So I'm going to try and get started with the blogging again. I've just been so busy. I haven't managed to get any done for a while, but I'm I'm starting again. And by the time this podcast is released, we will have we will have links on the blog to these things. So we're getting there, aren't we? I forgive you for being sloppy, Joe, yeah. and lazy. Hey, it's hey, okay. Hey. <laughs> I'm cooking, cooking, cooking. Yeah, you are. You are. You can be forgiven. I'm learning. I'm learning all about this stuff, and then I'm writing it down. So, oh, I am still learning. It's so much to learn. Well, yes. thank you so much for all your great tips and insights, there, Leah. Not it's a problem. Very helpful. <laughs> okay, everybody. That's about it then for today. And we hope you enjoyed A Quirky Journey. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can let us know what you thought on our Facebook pages or you can leave a comment or question on the website, thewellnesscouch.com backslash A Quirky Journey. And um, we'd love to see you come and visit our blogs and our sites and Facebook pages and Instagram. We're on Instagram as well. We love Instagram. Well, I do. Ooh, do you? I, I got, yeah, I love Instagram. I got Twitter just yesterday. Oh, I am Twitter. so excited. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. Oh, just lots of hashtags. <laughs> I'm driving blind. Actually, I haven't worked out what a hashtag is. I know the symbol. I know that it's there on the keyboard, but do you know what? what it actually means once I press hashtag, no idea. With hashtags, anything goes. You just write, put the hashtag and then write something with no spaces. And then when you click on it, you can go to that hashtag wherever anyone else has written it. So oh. if, you, if it's chocolate, then you'll get heaps and heaps of tweets about chocolate. Or 
if it's okay. gaps or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's good fun. So make sure you come and check us out on all these different things and we'll have the links on the blog. And we'd also love for you to, to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available. So until next week, um, let's all keep working on these little steps and I hope that we've been a bit of encouragement to you, giving you a few more ideas and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, it's Damien Christoph here. 2015 marks perhaps the most important event the Wellness Couch has ever conducted. We've had two sold-out wellness summits these last years, but honestly, nothing will come close to our first ever wellness breakthrough. Your favourite Wellness Couch experts, the Up For A Chat girls, Quirky Cooking's Joe Whitten, Stu Hayes, Marcus Pierce, and of course the Wellness Guys are all gathering in Dandong Ranges for three days and two nights for one incredible event. If you want possibly the greatest peer group in health and wellness to help you catapult your life to the next level, then we'd love to see you at the Wellness Breakthrough in February. For more information, go to www.thewellnesscouch.com. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.